Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I could think of no better person to ask about this than the CEO of the African American Education Alliance and the CEO of New Journey. Full disclosure, it is a political action committee that yours truly founded a number of years ago. Autry Pruitt. Autry has written a book about Donald Trump. He wrote that back in 2015, I believe. Uh, He is also uh, a successful businessman in the real estate area and other areas. Audrey, welcome, Boston Early Saturday morning radio (laughs) extravaganza. How are you? I'm doing well. So glad to be with you early this morning. (laughs) Early early. on the East Coast. So glad to be here. It is. Now, California, let's first a minute talk about this gun violence in almost every Mm -hmm. single black neighborhood and and blue city and Hispanic black neighborhoods predominantly in the country. Why is it so hard for the Democrats to come to grips with the violence that is occurring in blue city after blue city? Because it's black folks getting shot. That's why. If If Hillary Clinton's kids were getting shot, Right. If (laughs) I don't want to get anybody in trouble on the radio today, if white liberals kids were getting shot up every day, Democrats would care. But Democrats have proven over and over again since the founding of the country. Democrats have proven that they do not care about black lives unless they can make some money from them. Just ask. BLM. They just don't care. Ask 68 million babies aborted. Nowhere. They're gone. So that's why that's why there's still gun violence. Lori Lightfoot and her uh, partner, her white liberal partner, every weekend, 28 shot, 26 shots, seven dead every, every weekend. Not one weekend is skipped. She's a Democrat. She's black. Does she care? No, she doesn't care. So it's 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 unless they can make some money off of dead black folks like George Floyd, they don't care. That's a harsh indictment. It's true. All right. So at the same time, if you add up all those deaths and you look at and I'm not trying to diminish the people that are killed in these school attacks. They it is horrific what has happened in the nation's schools. I am of the opinion and I've said this. And if it causes some uproar among certain conservative circles, that is just the way it is. I don't understand, for instance, how you can have background checks. These these last two shootings were happened with 18-year-old kids who bought weapons legally. They were supposed to go through background checks. And apparently they did go through background checks. Whoever did the background check should be fired. Because they, these these individuals were not vetted properly. So I maintain that the only point that I will agree somewhat with Democrats, when Democrats call for common sense gun control, the biggest problem is that Democrats, to me, don't have common sense. 
<laughs> and so how can no? And I'm serious. I don't mean that to be snarky or mean. Common sense means there is a commonality of thought. There is something in common. There is a common sense that most of us can agree upon. But when you always examine what Democrats put up for legislation, over half the country cannot agree with it because it is so radical. So that is not common sense. They have their own sense about what's, what should happen, but it's not common sense. There's two forms of background checks. There's the formal form of background checks, but Democrats don't want the second form of background checks. The second form of background checks is saying, I'm sorry, kid, but you wearing black every day, you sitting in the corner by yourself, is not an exercise of your truth. You're a little bit weird, it's a little bit odd, and we need to have somebody go to your house and talk to you. So the problem is all these kids have something in common. They're oddballs and they're weirds, and you have a whole entire party that says it's okay to be oddboarded. Draw per, draw stuff on your face, have 18 holes in your face, get in the corner, wear black. Don't mess with them. Know their truth. Let them be in a black trench coat. And then when they shoot the school, you act surprised. The first background check is, hey, this kid is a little bit strange. Can someone go talk to this sucker and see if he's going to shoot us tomorrow? Think about that. All, every single one of these kids, after the interview, they say, yeah, this kid was a little bit odd. He was a little bit weird. And I can guarantee you, what did the liberals say? Leave him alone. Let him own his truth. Let him be himself. Don't try to push your agenda on him. Don't try to push your morals on him. I'm sorry. Guess what? You have purple hair. You're crazy. You're wearing a black. You have a bullhorn through your nose. I'm going to call you weird and make sure you're not going to shoot up my kid tomorrow. That's the first background check. Then you can get to the FBI for the second. From the summer of 1970... What does it take to win your love? A Motown classic, Junior Walker and the All-Stars. One of my favorites, and especially apropos this morning. Hey, Archer, you recognize that voice, don't you? (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's your grandfather. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, it is. Um, just a remarkable, remarkable, talented man. I come from an extraordinary talented family, actually. By the way, your listeners should know, James, as you know as Bo, is absolute. His knowledge of music. I have sat with him and had arguments <laughs> for three and four hours. And to prove his point, James will pull up music. I haven't heard of them. I groups. Yeah, this group played on 63rd Street in the right in the corner. It's a grocery store now. They used to come out 2 a.m. and play it, go back in at 3. And then this guy transferred this. I mean, James' knowledge of music, his knowledge of many things, his intellect in general is absolutely stunning. It's awe-inspiring. And, but his knowledge of music is like you should have a music show, like a trivia show. It's, <laughs> it's just it's just insane and if you name one artist that james doesn't know and connect it then he's like oh yeah i heard them ah uh, yeah uh, I, yeah i heard him. He, he can't play you're like but he's got grams ah he don't know nothing don't worry about it he don't know nothing. <laughs> let me tell you why he did 17 chord changes it should have it should have been a dominant seventh at the end it wasn't he stole it off Marguerite's album he ain't nothing 
I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, and that's not joke. One day we stayed. We started at 7 p.m., y'all. We kept going to about 2 Three in the morning, and James said, Archie, you got to go home. I got a radio show during the morning. <laughs> Let's talk about California reparations for a minute. Um, this, Archie, I took this seriously because what happens in California, by the way, our telephone number, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Coming up the next hour, James Eisenberg, we're going to talk a little bit of crypto and what New York has done, which to me is incredibly stupid by trying to drive the crypto market out of New York. And, of course, during the 9 o'clock hour, our princess of policy, the one and only Diana Me, will be here. And we will talk about the latest with Peter Navarro. And there's a big story we started to talk about yesterday about what you conservatives are doing for the next election. Democrats are in a full panic mode. We'll do all of that with the princess of policy, Diana Me, when she comes up later. But right now, Archie, let's mm-hmm. focus on this reparations in this California. This is a let's do it. <laughs> this is a big. This is a major study, and these guys for a change. To me, this wasn't just some little. Let's put together some little glossy. Uh, they actually did an in-depth study of California history mm-hmm. and how people have been affected by the government and race, by liberals and race. And what they've come to see, and I've been saying this a long time, Democrats always talk about structural racism. There's structural racism. They always turn their finger at America. Oh, America is so evil because since the beginning we've been a structurally racist country. If you want to know where structurally structural racism is, look inside the Democrat Party. Look at everywhere that Democrats have ruled. And that's where you will find racism. California, no different. Now, yes, I know California was not always in Democrat Party hands. But for the most part, California has been in liberal hands, with very few exceptions. What's your take? Uh, My take is, although, and you're right, the study's in depth, it's good, why don't they do something with the money like study how to get the homeless off the street, study how to keep illegal immigrants from snatching jobs from black folks, study how to slow down the enormous exploding abortion rate? You know, why don't they study about how to lower black business owners' taxes? How about study how to let black landlords kick tenants out in a timely manner so they don't go bankrupt? And they can't more. The, 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 so my problem is, is that the Democrats spend a lot of time in the past solving past problems because they have no solutions for the present, and they sure ain't got nothing to do for the future. That's why they. I, I've note. I've thought about this. They spend all of their time trying to solve something in the past because they have nothing to do. Nothing to say about the future. Even the president they elected is like a walking reminder of 40 years ago. (laughs) He's the past, and he's walking around mumbling to himself trying to solve the past. (laughs) Now, Joe Biden did say something that I thought was that, that will come back to haunt Democrats in this speech the other night when he said, that there is no amend, there is no nothing in the Constitution that is absolute. You don't have any rights that are absolute. Well, Mr. Biden, let us see whether you will say that if, as expected, within the next four to six six weeks, the Supreme Court rules that Roe versus Wade was bad law and is gone. 
Are you going to come out there and say, well, you know, it never was an absolute. This thing that we've been talking about, a woman's right to choose to take out somebody else's body, that was not ever absolute. I want to see if they do that. I absolutely agree. But even that's an argument. He's arguing about something that's in the past. Right. <laughs> the, no matter the Democrats, whatever whatever the case is, they cannot get it straight. They've got to leave the stuff in the past. And what the, what's happening now is you're starting to see black Americans realize, guess what? All this stuff and talking about the past and the we shall overcome and, and the marches, all that stuff is not really helping in the present. It's not giving me a job now. And by the way, successful blacks, this is my problem with reparations. This is my problem. I'm sorry in advance. I'm a guest here. I, after today, I'm to back no out, more. Man. Come on. Black folks need to stop begging white folks for stuff. Stop it. It's ugly. It's nasty. It's not a good look. If they didn't want to give it to you when they owed it to you, they damn sure don't want to give it to you now. So stop begging white folks for stuff. James LeBron doesn't beg white folks for nothing. Oprah Winfrey doesn't beg white folks for nothing. Despite the fact that they glom on to this Democrat victimhood, they don't beg white people for anything. If you want something, go out and get it. Snatch it, take it, earn it, whatever. Hey, 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 snatch it. We don't want, we got enough of that going on in New York already. That's for, and BLM. <laughs> That's All a right, good let, point, fair on, point. I take that back. Okay, don't snatch anything. <laughs> I take that back. I'll go back to 1994. I like to revise and extend my, my remarks. <laughs> snatch it. <laughs> but it's, it's, just just stop begging. And, 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 and this is the problem. When I saw that the picture uh, of the article, of the, all the African Americans speaking up during the California Reparations Task Force, what if you took that same energy, that same time, and put it into starting a business? That same energy and that same time in rebuilding your communities. That same energy and that same time in making micro loans. That same energy and same time in becoming an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor. So instead, you spend all this money, all this time trying to solve something from 1850. Give me a break. <clears throat> that is Archie Pruitt, founder of a new. Uh, I'm the founder of New Journey. <laughs> Archie's the CEO of New Journey, and also he's the CEO of, an, of a um, the African American uh, Education Alliance. What does that do, Archie? We, oh my gosh, we, <laughs> little little studio jumble here. Uh, the African American Education Alliance does two things. One, we provide educational reading material to all sorts of individuals that live in predominantly uh, black American neighborhoods. For example, we got a gift, uh, a generous gift from a donor who wanted to remain nameless, and we started sending out copies for free, for free, and he didn't even know we were doing it, of Mark Levin's book, um, American Marxism. It's highly educational. You may disagree with some point, but it is a side of is a history of the country, a side of the debate that most of these kids would never, ever hear or read. Never, ever hear or read. And so we send those materials out. We send out financial literature. 
And then in addition to that, we have done a couple uh, of scholarships. And by the way, we're called the African-American Education Alliance, but our couple of scholarships actually went to Asian students that were interested in helping when they graduated black students. So it wasn't a lot because we're, you know, we're still small, but that's what we do. We're just about getting edu- getting educational materials out that everybody else wants to burn or bury. And then on the New Journey side, that's newjourneypack.org, uh, and that's where people can reach you through, right, newjourneypack.org. That's correct, info at newjourneypack.org. On that side, it's very simple. Uh, we are dedicated to moving black voters from the blue column to the red column. Archie Pruitt, thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate you. Thank you, you. you kind sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't